Hello family of grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition. And today's Wonder Chapter is First Kings Chapter 13. And let's start off with a word of prayer, Almighty Living God. And thank you for this wonderful day. And thank you for protecting us. And I thank you for guiding us and always being there for us, Father, where we have wronged you in our thoughts, in our actions, in our words. You know what we have done and what we have failed to do, Father. May you forgive us. Send on your Holy Spirit to always come and be with us, to come and always show us mercy and show us the right path in everything that we do. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. And without wasting time, let us go straight to First Kings chapter 13. The man of God from Judah. By the word of the Lord, a man of God came from Judah to Bethel. As Jeroboam was standing by the altar to make an offering, by the word of God, the man, he cried out against the altar. Altar, altar. This is what the Lord says. A son named Joshua will be born to the house of David. On you he will sacrifice the priests of the high places who make offerings here and human bones will be burnt on you. That same day, the man of God gave him a sign. This is a sign the Lord has declared. The altar will be split apart and the ashes on it will be poured out. When King Jeroboam heard what the man of God said, he cried out against the altar at Bethel. He stretched out his hand from the altar and said, seize him. But the hand he stretched out towards the man shield shivered up, and so he could not pull it back. Also the altar was split apart and its ashes poured out, according to the sign given by the man of God, by the word of the Lord. Then the king said to the man of God, Intercede with the Lord your God and pray for me, so that my hand may be restored. But the man of God interceded with the Lord, and the king's hand was restored and became as it was before. The king said to the man of God, Come home with me for a meal, and I will give you a gift. But the man of the of God answered the king, Even if you were to give me half of your possessions, I will not go with you, nor would I eat or drink water here. For I was commanded by the word of the Lord, you must not eat bread or drink water or return by the way you came. So he took another road and did not return by the way he had come to Bethel. Now there was a certain old prophet living in Bethel, whose son came and told him all that the man of God had done there that day. They told, also told their father what he had said to the king. The father asked them, which way did he go? And his son showed him which road the man of God from Judah had taken. So he said to the sons, saddle the donkey for me. And when they had saddled the donkey for him, he mounted it and rode after the man of God. He found him sitting under an oak tree and asked, are you the man of God who came from Judah? I am, he replied. So the prophet said to him, Come home with me and eat. The man of God said, I cannot turn back and go with you, nor can I eat bread or drink water with you in this place. I have been told by the word of God, you must not eat bread or drink water here or return by the way you came. The old prophet answered, 
I too am a prophet as you are, and an angel to say to me by the word of the Lord, bring him back with you to your house so that he may eat and drink water. But he was lying to him. So the man of God returned with him and ate and drank in his house. When they were sitting at the table, the word of the Lord came to the old prophet who had brought him back. He cried out to the man of God, who had come from Judah. This is what the Lord says. You have defiled the word of God and have not kept your command. The Lord, the God gave you. You came back and ate bread and drank water in the place where he told you not to eat or drink. Therefore, your body will not be buried in the tomb of your ancestors. When the man of God had finished eating and drinking, the prophet who had brought him back saddled his donkey for him and he went on his way. A lion met him on the road and killed him, and his body was left lying on the road with both donkey and lion standing beside it. Some people who passed by saw the body lying there with the lion standing beside the temple, besides the body, and they went and reported it in the city where the old prophet lived. When the prophet who had brought him back from his journey heard of it, he said to him, it is the man of God who defiled the word of the Lord. The Lord has given him over to the lion, which has mulled him and killed him, as the word of the Lord had warned. The prophet said to his sons, Saddle the donkey for me. And they did so. Then he went out and found the body lying on the road, which with the donkey and the lion standing besides the Lord, besides it. The lion had neither eaten the body nor mulled the donkey. So the prophet picked up the body of the man, laid it on the donkey, and brought it to his own city to mount for him and bury him. Then he laid the body in his own tomb, and they mourned over him and said, Alas, my brother! After burying him, he said to his sons, When I die, bury me in the grave where the man of God is buried. Lay my bones besides his. For the message he declared by the word of the Lord against the altar in Bethel and against all the shrines on the high places in the towns of Samaria will certainly come true. Even after this, Jeroboam did not change his evil ways, but once more appointed priests for the high places from all sorts of people. Anyone who wanted to become a prophet, he concentrated for the high places. This was a scene of the house of Jeroboam that led to his downfall and its destruction from the face of the earth. And that is where our wonder chapter for today ends. I have just, I think, two or three messages that I want us to share from today's wonder chapter. And the first one comes from verse 9. What does verse 9 say? Verse 9 says, For I was commanded by the word of the Lord, you must not eat bread or drink water or return by the way you came. Now, we see the king trying to bribe this man. He tells him, the man of God, he tells him, that if you come and eat at my palace, Amen. I will give you a gift. He was trying to lure him. He was trying to sweet talk him because he knew it was only him who could talk to God. But what does the man of God say? The man of God refuses. He stands his ground. Amen. He stands his ground. And that's a point I want us to pick. Standing our grounds as Christians. So many things will come and try to pull you away from your Christian path. So many things will come and try to 
I don't know, make you lose focus. Amen. But today the Bible is reminding us that we should not forget our destination. We should not forget our journey. We should not forget our path. Because once we forget it, then we shall become lost. Amen. And the Bible is telling us today that clearly the earth is going to try to seduce you with so many things, with so many fortunes, with wealth, cars, name it, in exchange for your Christian relationship. In exchange with a vertical relationship with God. But just like how the man of God stood his ground, that even when the king was trying to bribe him and lure him with gifts, he said no. We should always pray for that strength to always say no. For that strength to always stand our ground. And we see a very surprising thing. Verse 18. Look what verse 18 says. The old prophet answered, I too am a prophet as you are. And an angel said to me, by the word of God, bring him back with you. Bring him back with you to your house so that he may have bread to eat and water to drink. But he was lying to him. And now we see an old prophet himself coming to this man of God and luring him. Amen. And he lied to him. He said, I got an envisionment from the Lord that says you should come back. Which wasn't true. So what did this man of God do? He followed this old prophet who lied to him. And what happened? He disobeyed God by eating and drinking. And it was not just because he wanted to, but because he had been deceived. And what happened after he lied? After he had been disobedient to God, he died. Because I always tell you, disobedience comes at a price. We have to stand our ground. We have to be firm as Christians. And we know that the devil is going to try to pull every trick that it has to disorganize our relationship with God. But we should not worry because the Lord is always there to fight for us. He is going to give us a helper, the Holy Spirit, that will guide us. I want you to get some time. Read First Kings chapter 13. What do you understand? What do you get? Feel free to write to us. Daily Grace with Alan at Yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at Daily Grace with Alan. We really love to hear from you. And remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty loving God, and thank you for this wonderful day. And thank you for today's wonderful chapter, Father. We see the man of God from Judah that you sent, Father. He tries to stand his ground. He tries to stick to your commands. But, Father, he is confused and he is lied to by the old prophet. Father, so many ways the devil has tried to pull us Christians from our vertical relationship with you. So many ways the devil has tried to disorganize our Christian work, Father. But may you feel us with that Holy Spirit to come and always show us, to give us the strength to always stick to you, Father, so that we serve you till the end of our journey here until we meet you in heaven. We pray this believing and trusting in your mighty name, and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.